Welcome to another episode of On the Clock. We're here with your hosts, Raul Lascano and George Martinez. You're on the clock. Welcome to our, our show here, episode 12 on deck. Thank you for tuning in with us. So on today's episode 12, we have uh, FHSAA Task Force issued an update today around high school football and high school sports here locally in the state of Florida. We're going to talk about the impact that the NFL preseason cutting two games is going to have on some of those bubble players. Also on today's show, we're going to talk a little bit about Cam Newton. Uh, he's with the Patriots now. If you haven't heard, how does that impact the Patriots? Are they now a favorite? in the uh, AFC to uh, to represent the Super Bowl. Brady or Newton? So now, now that these guys kind of trade places, one's in the AFC, one in the NFC, who wins more games? We're going to talk about it. And then lastly, Lamar Jackson. Does he repeat as MVP? Does he? Is, it, is there anyone out there that can unseat him? Got Kyle Kelly as well, man. This is going to be awesome, man. You're on the clock. How you been, brother? Good, man. I'm excited. Uh, July 4th is just around the corner. Yeah. It's a big weekend. What? We got YSR coming out this weekend too, don't we? Yeah, YSR goes live on July 4th. Again, if you haven't checked them out, it is YSRUSA.com. Make sure you write that down and check them out here on uh, on Saturday. Pretty pumped about it. So what are your plans for the 4th, man? Ron, I am barbecuing. I love barbecuing. I'm a grill master. Anybody wants to challenge me on the grill, you're more than welcome to. Uh, and again, that's for people that don't own their own business barbecuing. That's just, <laughs> we're talking strictly dads. <laughs> but uh, we're going to be barbecuing, man. Take a little trip to a, a vacation home here and, uh, you know, let the kids run wild, play in the pool and just kind of relax, get out of Tampa a little bit and just kind of recharge our batteries. You know what I mean? We, we need that right now. No, I completely agree. I think it's a great thing to do. Um, definitely get out, recharge, recharge the batteries, yeah. especially when you get out of town. It's always yeah. good. You get out of the area, your little bubble that you're always in, you see everybody, it's just good family time, like everybody else in the house, have a good time, play board games, right. get in the pool, just some quality time with the wife. Exactly. So I'm sure, I'm sure she's looking forward to it. Oh, absolutely, man. Absolutely. And, and again, the kids too. I mean, cooped up all this whole time and, and the only thing we did have was the youth football and, and and cheerleading but now that's cut because it got pushed back because of covid so we're just chilling relaxing we're not going to do anything too much but uh just going to go to vacation home try to try to you know recharge man what are you guys doing what do you guys got going on this weekend so for me i actually hit up one of the dudes you know well robert Bayham. Oh yeah. Um, shout, shout out to Coach Bayham. Yeah. He uh, he actually has his own little uh, bounce party rental. So you can we can rent a bounce house from him. It's called uh, Bam's House of Bounce Party Rentals. You know you can find him online at uh, Bam's House of Bounce dot com. Yeah. Um, so we hit him up. He's actually uh, bringing over water slide for the kids. Yeah. They're gonna have fun with that. They're gonna enjoy that all Saturday. Um, he comes to set it up for us, and then uh, he'll pick it up on Sunday morning after the kids are done. You know, hanging out with that all day. So. Take him out there for a few hours, let him take a nap, bring him out there for a few hours more. And uh, I'll be grilling as well. I I, I like to, to grill as well. One day we have to do a little uh, grill show off. Yeah, absolutely. Between the, the two, oh, the two on the clock show. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be dope, man. That's going to be fun. I didn't even think about getting a, a, a bouncy castle, man. That'd be great for the kids, man. I know they're going to enjoy that. I know they're going to love it. Yeah, they're going to love it. They're going to love it. I'm, I'm pretty pumped about it, man. Last time we talked about our podcast, a little bit about you working out, you know, COVID-19. You yeah. were trying to stay <laughs> COVID-19 in shape. Jesus. Uh, so we talked about the uh, debacle that was. It was horrible. Um, so I want to get an update from you, man. How, how's the workout been going? How's that regimen been establishing hopefully now? Well. How's it all going? Man. I know the people want to know. Uh, yeah, the, the people, people want to know. <laughs> I've got some text messages asking me, how is Raul doing? 
They asked me, I'm "Hey, good, man. should we send him? Should we send him a walker to get Jesus. out off the toilet?" Yeah, should we send it to him? That's what I was. That's what I'm most happy about is the fact that now that I can go in there with confidence, knowing that I can get up on my own because I'm good to go. And again, I, I'm everything's fine. You know, my face is fine. I'm I'm good. Uh, <laughs> recovered. I, yeah, I recovered. My stomach has gotten back together. I can actually laugh without it hurting. So I'm good to go there. Um, and I've been doing the workouts, getting up every morning. What's funny is the last podcast, man, uh, I, didn't, I didn't get a chance to say this. The last podcast, we did get an email asking, to, you know, to come on to the show. And also, well, they, they started off with giving us advice. Because remember, we were asking about advice, help us out right. on the last podcast. So this person said, hey, listen, I have no problem giving advice, having other workouts. I love your show. You know, whatever the case is, I shout out the invite to him. Say, listen, well, thank you so much for that. So what we're going to have here on the show, uh, which is July 6th, is going to be Blue Fitness uh, Miss Megan, she's going to come on here. She's going to help us <laughs> talk about fitness, what we got to do, regiments, all kinds of stuff, and, and where she does her workouts at. And um, it's going to be awesome, man. I, I can't wait to have her on the show to help us, you know what I'm saying, try, try to learn some kind of fitness. Because when I was in the military 15 years, you're in it, you're, do, you're good to go, you're going to knock it out. Once you stop, bro, <laughs> the body, my mind says, yeah, let's get up and go work out. The heart and the body's like, yo, time out. What are we doing right now? And alarms are going off in my stomach. Like, don't use that wheel. But uh, Don't do it. <laughs> but no, man, everything's good, man. I, I'm still trying to do it. Still trying to lose. Uh, I want My goal is lose 20 pounds, at least 20 pounds. There you go. I, I want to get down there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and for me, I'm pretty excited for it, too. I got some questions for, especially around, there's a lot of myths that are out there yeah. about things that you should be doing, things you shouldn't be doing, how you can help your body. So, no. I'm definitely pumped to, to to be talking to her. We were talking before the show, man, that, you know, we got the FHSA uh, quarantine uh, rules and things that they're doing, man. I know you're up on that, man, if you want to brief the, the listeners and, and tell them what's going on with what you read. Yeah, man. So, so to give everybody an update, FHSAA created their own tax force. So for those that don't know what that means, is basically they created a tax force to give them recommendations and updates on what should we do in these situations and the recommendation that's coming out of the task force, and again, it has to be approved by FHSAA. Nothing's set in stone. None of that stuff has occurred yet. But the recommendation that's coming out from the task force is that sports, all fall sports gets pushed to basically the middle of August. Wow. August 15th, 17th is kind of the launch date that they're kind of uh, recommending. So what that means, what that actually means, not that's the day you can have a first game. That's the day you can actually go into pads. So right now, the way it's all set up, July 27th is acclimation day. Mm -hmm. That's the day that uh, we get our helmets. We wear those for five days. Then we wear our shoulder pads for a couple days. And then we go into some light contact before we're going to, it's a ramp up period. Basically, we have three weeks to ramp the kids up before they play their first game. The recommendation is that that period that I just described does not start till the middle of August. Now, keep in mind now, we have a game that's right now being scheduled to be played around that same time. Classics are being played that first week of school. So that takes those games out the window. It pushes it down. So the the question I got for you is, do we play a full season? I mean, and that's that's great, man. That's a great question. I don't know because what is the cutoff line? Like, what? How? Where will they say, okay, you know what? We're not doing this anymore. We, we're going to cut off the season. We can't have any more, you know, type of games because, like you said, it takes three weeks leading into it, the acclimation period. I, and you know, when I was younger, when we played football, when I was young in high school, I, I don't remember ever starting in July. I remember starting. Um, 
Shoot, I want to say around August. I want to say in the middle of August. Around August. Around August. You, you just right, right in those first couple of days of August. Yeah, we, we didn't get our pads and stuff until the middle. So maybe that's what they're doing. They're going back to that. You know, and again, that was 15, 20 years ago. So when they, I think maybe they, they decide, okay, we're going to go that route, push the season back because we played our championship game. Oh, man, because we played for state championship in 2001. We played, I want to say we were playing at after Christmas is when we played it. Oh wow! We played it after Christmas. We didn't get done so before until the New Year. Yeah, we we played January fifth or sixth. It was wow, on a Saturday. Okay. It was and again. This is a long time ago, and I guess they figured, okay, let's not do that. Nineteen years. Nineteen years for those that are counting. <laughs> Thank you, George. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, Nineteen years ago. So I mean, maybe they're doing that. I don't see them pushing it that far back, but. The rumor was, you remember, the rumor that we've been hearing about coaches, and again, this is just rumors, nobody confirmed anything, was play your five games and your district games, and then that's it. Yep. Play the five games, get some film for the kids, let them push it out to the colleges, let them guys see that, and then that was it, which would still be, you know, unfortunate for some kids um, to do, but, I mean, this whole COVID thing has changed everybody's it's changed the game. Oh my gosh, it's changed everything. So I hope that I hope. We, but again, I want to see what FHSAA says as far as this is the cutoff time. I know they said mid-August, but if it gets pushed back for any reason, saying hey, you know what, now we can't start mid-August. Yeah. What's the plan after that? Because that's what you got to do. I know everybody's planning for the season, but let's have some contingency plans for after that. What are we gonna do if there is no? What's the cutoff date? What are we gonna do if if, if we don't make this cutoff date? If the spikes increase even more, because on the news they're calling for more spikes, so we don't even know how this is gonna transi- transition. How's it gonna work? I don't even know if youth football is gonna be played. If they're pushing back high school, who who knows if youth football even starts at that time? Yeah, you, you gotta think that now that high school, and again, it all trickles down, right? So you had first thing you had was the NFL cut two preseason games. Yep. Yep. Right, and, and and they and they canceled the Hall of Fame game. Yep. So they've already, in essence, pushed their start date down a little bit. Right. Um, you're seeing colleges, you're seeing universities shut down. Yep. Yep. Uh, for the entire fall season, uh, so that's going to get pushed down. Now you're still getting treated in high school, where now we're being pushed down, yeah. and then youth youth follows it. So I'd be interested in seeing the next coming days if there's anything that comes out from. From youth, I, I know TYFL announced a couple of weeks ago was already pushing it down. Yeah, uh, to, to around the same time, July twentieth. Yeah, so, yeah. So we'll see if it happens and it gets pushed down again. Uh, it's it's interesting to see that. Uh, you know, so as we think about you know COVID nineteen, you're doing these workouts now. Yeah. We we have we have these preseason games that got cut down from four to two. There's a lot of guys that are working out to try to make these roster spots. Yeah, it's gonna be rough. That are that are grinding, that are doing this work. How do you think the preseason games being cut down is gonna affect some of these guys from being able to make the bubble? Because see, it always feels like somebody is always that Cinderella story of that guy that went undrafted was an undrafted guy that joined, you know, signed on the team and he blows up and does great. Does that guy get found this year? I don't know, man. It's gonna be it's gonna be difficult because the guy you're talking about is the guys that you see on the Hard Knocks life on right. the Hard Knocks, you know, the NFL Hard Knocks. I don't know, man, because you only got two games to showcase. Remember, the preseason, that third game, the starters were all in. That first game, they only play that first series. If they go three and out, they don't even care. They pretty much let everybody else play. The fourth game being all the guys trying to make a spot on the roster, pretty much cut or, or you know, cut or stay. 
type deal. Um, with it being two games, there's a lot of pressure, not only on the players, it's going to be on the coaches to make sure that you're making the right call. You know what right? I mean? Absolutely. Somebody can look great in practice, but when the game comes, they shut down. Yeah, I think it puts a lot of pressure on the, on that scouting department. Uh, the player personnel department now to to make sure they're bringing in guys that that fit what they're looking to do. I'd be interested to in see if the NFL. I know they increased the practice size, yeah. the practice squad limit. They increased it a little bit, so there's more guys that can be on the practice squad, which is great. Hopefully, they they allow us to have more guys on the active roster because again. You think about COVID-19 and the effect it's had so far. Guy gets COVID-19 during the season. He's out for two weeks. Yep, he's gone. He's got to be able to replace him on the roster. God forbid he, he doesn't get six, seven guys. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because well, all these guys hang out in groups. Yep. So do. if you got a whole, usually all the all the big boys, all the offensive line are hanging out together. All the D line guys are hanging out together. All the DBs are hanging out together. You get one DB that gets it, and he got seven DBs on the roster. You could be down seven DBs, and that's crazy to think <laughs> and about. You're gonna, you're gonna have to you have receivers playing both ways. You're gonna have to. <laughs> oh man, my boy. Can you imagine? Can you imagine Hill? Oh yeah, Terry Hill playing DB. You got. You know what's gonna. You're gonna laugh about this, Mike Fury. All right, Mike Fury, Chicago Bears wide receiver coach, good friend of the show. He sat there and had to play both ways when he was in Cleveland. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh yeah, he had to play both. He had to play DB and wide receiver, and it was he had he had receivers asking him like, "What are you doing out here right now? What are you, what's going on?" <laughs> so um, yeah, man, it, it's going to be interesting because the roster that depth starts to starts to trickle in because again, guys don't even have to show symptoms. They just you know they get test positive. To they're be done. Asymptomatic. That's all it is. Right. And think about how many people are on a sideline, bro. Think how many. people. Because everybody's thinking, oh, just players and coaches. There's people on there that does the the, the communications for the coaches, the headsets. Yep. You got Headset, the guys that take care equipment. of equipment, the equipment, the trainers. Um, there's a specialist for the radio inside the helmets of players. He's got to take care of it. Doctors that got to be on the sideline. I mean, it's a lot of people on there. There's a lot of people, and then, and then think about the assistant coaches, right? And the assistants to the assistants, because you think about the linebackers coach. He's assistant coach. He's got an assistant there also. Yep. So all these stuff trickles down. So how does the NFL and this is what I'm kind con- and I really think the NBA hopefully creates some type of blueprint on how and, it, and, and again the scale is different because you're talking about a NBA team that may have 14 active players, right? right? You may have four coaches that are on the sideline. So you're talking about max 20 people. Let's call it 20. You got a couple sure. of trainers there, here, or there. Yeah. Call it a matter of 20. That's still barely. It doesn't even cover. The, the two guys that started on both sides of the ball is covered 22 guys that started on offense and defense. Then you think about special teams, you think about reserves, coaches, players. I mean, there's there's at least 70 guys on the sideline on the game. Oh, absolutely. And I think, and, and I think that's underestimated. Yeah. I think that's a little lower. I think I'm a little lower on that. I think I, I take the over plus, on, uh, if 70 people plus are on, the 14 on the guys up in the press box, seven on defense, yeah, seven on it, offense. That, you, it, that's a good point. You got other how guys. Do you, up how there? do you social distance yourself? Up there in the press box. Exactly. It's a lot of freaking people, man. Shoot, the NBA also, going back to the NBA, they got players that tested positive. They're not even coming down to Orlando. So they're nope. already down a guy. That, I mean, somebody else got to pick up the slack and play, play those 10, 15, 20, however minutes those guys play. So now yeah, we saw we saw your dude uh, J.R. Smith oh God. get signed to go oh play God. with the Lakers. I still now, if I'm if LeBron, I'm Lakers, he's not coming on here. I don't care what he. I don't. If I'm LeBron James, he's, he's there, not playing with me. I don't care. He's there because of LeBron. I, I know. It's I the know. Reason. And that's what that shows LeBron's character. He's a good guy. I'm not forgetting the finals where you screwed that up. Like I'm not forgetting that. Like that hurts my heart to the core. 
Well, didn't even know it's the clock. He didn't even know the time. That still hurts. But just but that is a prime example. One of the Lakers guy, uh, Beasley, Brantley, whatever his name was, he got he got COVID. He's not going to Orlando now. They had to pick up somebody else, which is the Lakers, and I'm, I'm glad they got to do it. But man, that that the sideline of an NFL sideline is more than just that team. That's a lot of freaking right. people on there, man. That's a lot of people. And then you got to make sure that these people are social distancing, wearing their mask. They're not going out to their families. They're not going. You know, what I mean, like that's going to be hard to do. And I don't know, man. It's going to be difficult, and especially you got to travel. I mean, you yeah, you, you got to travel. You got to travel. You gotta go somewhere. You, you still got to go coast to coast here. Some right. of these guys are going all over the country. I, I don't know how the NFL changes to have a season because again, you can't do a bubble like the NBA is. Right. It's impossible to do. Right. So how do you how do you really do it? I mean, to me, if if, if I'm the commissioner, if I'm Roger Goodell, yeah. I am going to isolate the players in, in a hotel. Right. Uh, and they can only go from A to B. They can go from the hotel to the practice facility, practice facility back to the hotel. Uh, right. The staff that's there is gets tested daily. Sure. As far as the, the hotel staff, the, the facility staff, they can't see their families the entire time. You get on the plane, you go. It's a private, you know, all the NFL teams have their own private jets right. at this point. They go play their game. The other teams are the same way to try to keep and control the players and the COVID-19 as much as you can and create almost a, a, a bubble around each individual organization. That's the only way I see an NFL season being played completely without any stoppage. I got another way for you. I'm going to put you on the clock here. You ready for this? Yeah, let's do it. What if what if they do say there's no NFL season where they can't travel, but they're going to still play games, but you can only play the games of the teams that are in your state, and that's it. You can't, you can't travel. Like, for instance, Dolphins aren't going to travel to New England. New England ain't going to come down here. You play who's ever in your region out there. Like, you block it off into regions. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the only way you could probably – and, again, you only you play each other two or three times just to give us some kind of season, and then we're done by January, February because you can't have a Super Bowl. You know what I mean? You're pretty much done. That's, it that sucks is for your Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but – Oh, no, I'm excited. We need to play Jacksonville <laughs> and the Dolphins. Okay. Bring, bring them bring on. Bring them on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring Absolutely. Them on. And maybe the Falcons. We'll bring the Falcons down from Georgia. Yeah, bring the Falcons but What I'm saying is just like a regional-type deal where you're only playing these teams and that's it. That way they don't have to travel across the country. Right. You know what I mean? Because, you know, Atlanta's got to travel to New Orleans and vice versa. Uh, sometimes you 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 know AFC teams play an NFC NFC team somewhere out in the Midwest. You know you, sometimes uh, like uh, like I think last year I saw the Chiefs play the the Packers or whatever the case may be. So maybe you don't do that. Maybe you just keep them in a region to have the NFL season to keep having the games, and then you're done. Yeah, I mean that's gonna be an interesting. Take I'm, I'm I'm interested in seeing how that kind of plays out yeah. as we get closer and closer. So so recently we had your guy, yeah, Cam. Newton finally gets signed. Absolutely. So I'm I'm pumped about that. I'm a little disappointed in the contract. Yeah. But again, Patriots didn't have a whole lot of cap room no, they to, to do anything. So they try to load it up with incentives. Now they load up with incentives. The guy's getting about less than a million in guarantees. Yeah. So it is not a player friendly contract. And he's not I, I know a bust. Richard Sherman. He's not past his prime or nothing. He's not at all. And Richard Sherman came out. He was disgusted yeah. with the contract. Again, each player to their own, they make their own decision because Cam still chose to, to sign on that, on a dotted line and agree to that contract. So there's a little bit of that to, to be said. Does Cam work out in New England? Absolutely. I don't see why he doesn't. You got to remember uh, years ago when Randy Moss was coming out of Oakland, had, you know, Randy wasn't happy there. He, he vocally, uh, used to vocalize all the time, you know, I'm not happy, I don't want to be here. 
Blase. He had, you know, remember uh, Revis said he was a slouch or, you know, yep. say receiver, whatever the case is. He goes to New England, Bill Belichick, and have a conversation, and it's the best five years I've ever seen a wide receiver play in the NFL. You know what I'm saying? As far as catches, I mean, it was phenomenal watching Randy Dominated the game. Oh, my Dominated God. Dominated the game. It was phenomenal watching that time with Tom Brady and them, them going undefeated up until the Super Bowl, which I really thought they were going to have an undefeated season. I mean, the whole year, not just the season. The whole year, I thought they were going to have the undefeated, beat the 72 Dolphins. So I'm, I think Cam does work out there. I think he he's fine. He's got Bill Belichick. It is a little bit kind of a weird relationship. A little bit. Yeah, you got Bill Belichick. He's a diva. He's a diva. Almost. He doesn't like the, you know, Bill Belichick doesn't like to talk at press conferences. He doesn't like to say much. And, and Cam's a little bit more of a, of a you know, extrovert. Like, he, he's he's outgoing. He likes to talk. He yeah. likes to be out there. Absolutely. And those outfits. He comes in some crazy outfits to the games. Belichick only has two sweaters in his whole closet. That's it. That's, That's all it. I think he has one pair of shorts, <laughs> one pair of pants. I don't think he owns a, a freaking sports coat. Nope. But, I mean, it's two it different works. yeah, it two works. different personalities. But, I, I mean, it's Cam Newton. And, I, and I, even though they signed him for a little bit of money, um, which Cam deserves more, right? Because you told me that stat. Uh, maybe you should tell the listeners. Remember that stat that, do, that you read to me about the— Yeah, so this is the first time that a former MVP in Tom Brady yep. has been replaced by another former MVP in Cam Newton. And the contract situation, remember? Remember how much uh, what's-his-name is making over there in Chicago? Oh, God. That's, so, it's insulting. So, <laughs> so you got Chase Daniels. So for those that don't know who Chase Daniels is, he's the number three quarterback <laughs> on the depth chart. Yep. Behind Trubisky and Nick Foles yep. on the Chicago Bears uh, football team. He's making about 10 mil. Is he to 10? Be the third, to be the third string. I think it's a little okay. bit more. I think it's like 13. Maybe 13. All right. <laughs> this guy's making 10. some money. Yeah. So Cam Newton mm-hmm. and Jameis Winston combined make less than that. It's insulting, man. It's insulting, I bro. I don't get it. I don't, I don't either. get it. It's insulting, man. That's kind of messed up, bro. You don't even come to team meetings as a third string quarterback. <laughs> you don't do anything. Like, do you even perform? Like, do you even participate in stretches? Like when the, when they say, "Hey, guys, get on the field to warm up." Are you going out there? Like you're in the locker. Room. Nope. Yeah, you're you're playing nope. dominoes. There's no. I'm playing ping pong. Yeah. I'm playing ping pong. I'm playing dominoes. Exactly. Pinball machine I'm in ta- the locker room. That's me. I'm taking TikTok videos. <laughs> <laughs> I'm making TikTok videos. Exactly. I, I mean, so for him to make make money, that's crazy. I do think Cam works out beautifully. Um, I know there's been a comparison out there with Cam taking Brady's spot, Brady coming mm-hmm. down to Tampa. What's the comparison? Who wins more games? So who do you think? What happens? Do you think Cam wins more games in New England? Because I don't see him being a backup. I think Cam starts. No, I think Cam starts. Cam Newton does not sign a contract to be a backup. Heck no. Especially when you got Brian there's Hoyer no as your way. quarterback challenge and freaking Stenum. Like, there's, there's, this <laughs> there's is a no-brainer. No but uh, does he win more games or does Tom? Who do you think? Tom Brady. What is the record? Bucks go twelve and four. Wow. Or eleven and five. Really? I think Cam. Now, I I think there's a chance they finish with the same record. Okay. I will say that too. I think there's a chance. I think the best New England can do again because you got the Bills in that division. Yeah. Who are going to be tough? They are. Yep. They got to play them twice. The Patriots have a have a decent schedule this year. I think 
looking at the schedule, ten and six with Cam, sure. eleven and five with Cam. Um, I, I think that ten and ten, ten and six, eleven and five depends on if they beat Buffalo twice or yep. split the series with them. I think that's kind of where where that breaks off for me. Um, but I think I think the Bucks go eleven and five or, or twelve and four. Do you think Cam Newton can have his MVP stature season like he did in twenty fifteen? That's the scary stuff. So the guys have a chip on their shoulder. Absolutely. And we've seen it before. We've seen it before. Athletes with a chip on their shoulder that that feel they got something to prove. Have a and he's on a contract year. Yeah. He's on a one year deal. He is playing for a 2021 season contract. Absolutely. I think he comes out with the vengeance. I think I don't know if he's considered as the MVP, but when you list your top five, I think Cam Newton comes in there at number six, scratching the service at number five as far as candidates for sure. Yeah, because, I mean, you still got Patrick Mahomes up there who's going to be Lamar Jackson. MVP. Yeah, and here's and that's another that's another one. Do you think Lamar Jackson goes ahead and repeats MVP season? Can he? I don't think so. I don't think so. So so here's my take on this. Okay. Um, you know, again, Lamar Jackson is a phenomenal athlete. Lamar Jackson is a phenomenal quarterback. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes is a different dude. Patrick Mahomes is a guy that we have never seen before. And we we got to see him on a national stage during the Super Bowl where all of the all of America was like, damn, that dude is legit. He was tough, man. He took some heavy shots. Yeah. God, he took some shots in the Super Bowl. Made some throws. I mean, the way he can he can spin the ball, the way he can he can contort his body to make throws. <laughs> the guy makes no look passes. Right. To guys. It's amazing. He's looking to the left, throws the ball to the right on the crosser, going from left to right. The things he can do with the football is crazy. Now, again, Lamar Jackson, very athletic and throw the ball. I want to see how Lamar Jackson takes that step now in, in year three, because that was his third year in the offense. How does he take that step forward now and become a better passer? Because he, he, right. he took amazing strides in 2019. How does he continue to do that so that teams don't say, hey, we're going to load the box with nine, throw the ball, Lamar? That's yeah. how you gotta beat us. Because that's what that's what ended up, that's ultimately what messed him up. Now he was throwing the ball. I, he's a quarterback. He's not a running back. He's no, a quarterback. Absolutely. absolutely I love how he played. The only thing that I saw that was hindering him was against that Tennessee game was the fact that he couldn't hit that 15, 25 yard out. And those those are big, big, big time plays in the NFL when you're trying to get down the field in a hurry. Um mm-hmm. and that's what he needed to really work on. I think he works on it. I think he's fine. The aspect of it, you mentioned their third year, you know, teams have been watching film. You know, defensive right. coaches have time now to plan. What are they going to do? What are they going to utilize against them? I see them. I, I see them adjusting to him. I see that they're going to try to get. Him, but I still think he's him Lamar's and Mahomes. Yeah, him and Mahomes. <laughs> guy's still a dude. If I had to place a bet, him and Mahomes will be MVP. Top, top one is for sure. If nothing happens, everything goes like planned. They're the two top ones, uh, at least in the AFC. That will be MVP. Neither. Yeah, and if I had a top five, run three or four real quick. I think Mahomes, Lamar Jackson. I think Russell Wilson's always in conversation because that guy always finds a way. Jesus, that guy always finds a way to fun football games. When we have God on your side, it's it's pretty easy. Yeah, yeah. He's he. <laughs> Russell definitely. Now I'm gonna tell it. you. I'm gonna tell you guys who has a dark horse chance to win uh, MVP this year. He's set up for success. He's in the right offense. Top of Brady, baby. I'm bringing him <laughs> back on the show. He surely now, does, man. Now, I'm, I'm asking you this now. What do you think? Who who gets more wins, Newton or Brady? I think Newton gets more wins than Brady does. And right, I, I'm, so I'm going to tell you this for, why. For, uh, listen, I'm going to cut you off. I'm not going <laughs> to let you do it. 
I want everybody to know on the clock fans, we are looking for a new co-host. Oh man, don't do me like that. No, no. Raul is about to go on vacation. Uh, if you want to sub in while he's out, shoot me an email yeah. on the clock yeah. 20 at gmail.com. Okay, spot spot me over from ground. He I just only, said I only think he's winning against Tomba. I think because the division's easier for him. I think I think that's why one of the reasons why Tom was actually and he's a great quarterback. He's the GOAT. He really is. But man, we haven't been competitive with the Miami Dolphins, right? Even though they they've lost to Miami Dolphins, they lose to them either, you know, they lose one of the two games. They do. But they're as far as dominant. You know what I'm saying? By the time we play, by the time Dolphins play Patriots, the Patriots already understand, yeah, we can lose this game. It's a rest game for us. Screw them. We're not really going to try that hard. It doesn't hard. matter. Yeah, we're in the playoffs. We clinched home field advantage. We're fine because we have to play them in December. We play them in freaking September, and we don't <laughs> play them again in December, which is sucks for my team. But so the Dolphins haven't been competitive. Then you got the Jets, who are starting to be competitive. Defensively are nice. You know what I'm saying? They're still a year away. They're still a year still away. Still about a year away offensively. Buffalo is the only one that's really, really, really tough. Um, to play against twice. And then you got some other teams in the AFC that you're going to play against. But again, I think it's, it's set up easier for, for Cam Newton. I don't think, I think Tom Brady has the tougher road ahead of him. He's playing tougher competition, in my opinion. That's just me. Um, but we'll see. And again, you know, we, we listened to yesterday, remember, our guy Preston over at Big County Preps? Yeah. yeah man, he was talking to Spectrum uh, Sports 360. He was talking to him about, hey, how... The sacks ratio, I think that plays a factor into it too now. Uh, you got to yeah, tell and, me. And, and everybody talks about, you know, the, the line last year and James Winston and how many times he got sacked. And is, is our offensive line a liability right. when you got a, a, a statue of a quarterback? Because Tom Brady doesn't move. He's not taking off. He's not getting yards. He's not as athletic as James Winston was or is. But here, here's the one thing that I will say. I think offensive line-wise, you're blocking for Tom Brady. Yes. We're blocking for a Hall of Famer. Right. A, a six-time. Right. I'm going to give you another stat here. I'm going to give you another, I'm gonna blow your mind here. A six-time <laughs> Super Bowl champion. Mm-hmm. Okay. Tom Brady has more or has the same number of Super Bowl wins as a Buccaneer franchise has in right. playoff wins. Right. Oh, that's okay. amazing. So, so if I'm an offensive lineman. I'm blocking my ass off for Tom. Well, Brady. yeah, but that's wrong that now, you block more for Tom than you did Jameis. That's kind of messed up. Yeah, <laughs> am I going to block his heart for the guy that licked his fingers <laughs> and said, "Let's go get a win"? You remember? Okay, that doesn't motivate me. The worst motivational not, speech in motivational history. Motivate me right up there with all. a butt fumble, okay. man. That thing sucked. I remember that seeing even happen in youth. Do you remember Deshaun Jackson's <laughs> face when he was looking at this guy? <laughs> Do that. He's just like, he, what is going on right now? Is he licking his he, fingers? Listen, Deshaun Jackson went back to the bench after seeing that and texts his dudes at Philly. He said, can y'all come get me, please? Can y'all please come get me? Please I got to get me. out of here. This guy is this not guy what I thought he was. licked his fingers and said we will get a win. Raul, you've coached youth yeah, football. I've coached youth football. I haven't seen it at youth football either. I've never seen it high school anywhere. I've we never see seen some anybody. crazy people in youth football. I, oh, we see some Jerry lot. Springer's in youth football. Oh, there's okay? a lot of those guys. <laughs> a lot of them. But no, <laughs> I've never seen nothing like that. I, I don't know. I think I think Tom's going to have a great season. You guys have a great offense. I'm excited to go. That's why I really want football to happen. I really want to watch it. I, you know, I, I'm excited for this year. If I have to wait to 2021, then so be it. But I really want it to happen this year. Listen, the one thing I'm afraid of... Okay, and, and it cannot happen. What if Brady retires? We get we, we no twenty season, no twenty twenty season, and Brady decides 
eh, you know what, guys? I've lost it, bro. I, I'm not gonna. I'm not. I, I, and then he retires, and we signed the greatest quarterback of all time that never played. Bro, Tom Brady is out here breaking COVID rules against the <laughs> NFL. And remember when he was out here in Tampa at the park, and a lady just kicked him out of the park to go do it. That's why he's doing it at Berkeley Prep now. He kicked him out of there. So there's no way that he's not going to – he's going to play. He's going to – you're going to have Tom Brady. He's going to throw passes. The cannons are going to go off. You're going to have a great season with Tom Brady. You're going to get him. Either it's this year or 2021, he's going to play at least one year with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. In Tampa. Tampa. So talking about great quarterbacks, up next we have Kyle Kelly, Gaither's own three-star dual quarterback, one of the highest-rated quarterbacks here in Florida, joins the show. You don't want to miss it. You're on the clock. Hey, on the clock fans, listen up. This is something that's exciting that's coming to you. It's going to change you sports. You don't want to miss this. We have YSR changing you sports and how you search these teams. It's going to be launching July 4th. You don't want to miss this. Again, save the website, YSRUSA.com. Uh, you'll be able to plug in your zip code, find organizations in your local area. Also, if you're a private coach and want to get listed, visit them at YSRUSA.com. They're going to be the official Yelp of you sports. You're on the clock. With you anyway, no, I keep getting better. You thought that I would. I'ma keep letting off. I'm a renegade. The media blitz and I took off a shook and came out like a All right, so next up on the show, we have uh, Gaither, very own quarterback. Mr. Kelly joins the show. How you doing, Mr. Kelly? How you been? What's going on, man? I'm great. <laughs> great. Thanks for having me. Yeah, well, thank you for coming. I mean, we, this is our, our very first quarterback on the show, so we're excited. First one. I'm excited. And, and we had to make it. We had to make it Kyle Kelly. We had to. I mean, you've been oh, yeah. blowing up all over the place. Uh, we just we literally saw the entire Team Tampa highlights when you were killing it over the weekend. So that was dope, yes, man. That was crazy. Uh, I'm excited to have you on the show because I got 100 questions, but I'm only going to keep it to like maybe 10, <laughs> maybe 10 questions, man. Uh, because, like I said, we had your, your partner on here, Jordan Oladokin. And, man, he was like, yo, you coach, you got you got to get Kelly on the show. And I was like, oh, absolutely. Shoot him a yeah. text. How do, I, how do I make this happen? I would love to have him <laughs> on here, man. So uh, I'll let you know, man. So how have you been? How's your family? Everybody okay from this pandemic? Everybody okay? Doing good? Yeah, everybody everybody doing well, you know, staying healthy, uh, wearing a mask and stuff when we go places. You know, my mom, she's a social worker in a nursing home, so she got to go to work every day. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, so she, she right in it, so and we all good. And she's doing okay? She's she's all right? Yes, sir. God bless her, man. That's awesome, man. Yeah, and shout out to your mom for doing what she does with everybody, man. That's that's what's up. She's taking care of people yes, and put herself on the line there. Yeah. I know we're, we're here in Tampa. And those were kind of were in phase two. So how are you guys looking out there with the squad? Were you happy to see everybody? How, how are your boys looking over there, Gaither? Oh yeah, we looking we looking real good. Uh, we can get in the get in the weight room a little bit now, so that's always good. You know, yeah. before they had us strictly outside, but uh, <laughs> strictly doing cold drills and running. Yeah, <laughs> yeah hot yeah. up there. Right, right, right. My, our guys said the same thing. Like, thank God, no more cone drills, please. Like, we're, yeah, we're killing yeah, us. Doing a lot of, like ladder work and stuff. So, okay. but it's it's always good to get everybody together. You know, feeling getting that feeling back. Absolutely. So I'm asking you this: What made you get into football? Um, 
you know, growing up, watching my older brother play, my my father played at University of Miami. Oh, oh man, wait a minute, wait a minute, Kelly. I did not knew this. I I I did horrible stat work. I was researching. Your father played at the University of Miami. Yeah, starting quarterback there. What? Oh man, what's Pop's first name, man? Kenny. Oh my God, he knows exactly who it is. Oh my God, I. You, just so you know, just so you know, as you get older, the brain doesn't work as well. I did not put together that your father was, oh, my God, Kenny Kelly. Get the yes, freak sir. out of here, man. Yes, oh, sir. I'm, so, having, so I'm having a geek is moment a right die now. Hard, yes. die hard, die hard yes. fan. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So normally, you know, normally you pay me for, for how Kane background. Oh, my God. <laughs> the entire yeah. time. He's wearing yeah. all of it. Bro, you, you have no. All his Kane shirts. You have no idea. Kelly, let me. Let me yeah. you, we're on Zoom well, right now. We're, we're on Zoom right now, but I'm going to show you something, man. Let me let me get this to you. I, I know. Then this. I hope this doesn't influence your situation. <laughs> I'm not trying to influence you whatsoever. Okay. <laughs> this is just me. All right. I'm not talking about nobody else, but that's uh, awesome. I didn't, I really didn't know that, man. God bless, man. So it's in the DNA. It's in the genes then, huh? Yes, sir. Yeah. Hey, real quick. I know we said why you got into football, but so let's break down some history. Cause me and George, again, we were talking and, and we were speaking with you before the show. Where did you play youth football? Because I think George, I think George might've missed an opportunity with you. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. So, uh, Early on, I started out with the Town and Country Vikings. My uh, my younger years, mm-hmm. so like my so that's when I first moved to Tampa. I used to live like in the Brandon Riverview area, like right. Rico. Right. I played with the Rams, Rico Rams, like for flag football. Mm-hmm. And then I moved to Tampa, played with the Vikings. Then I went to Powell Patriots, played oh, wow. there for a little, yeah, and then finished off with the Colts. That's awesome. Yeah, so, <laughs> so when you were in Pee Wee, you were probably seven, six, seven years old. Mm-hmm. That was probably about the same time that I was coaching over with the Vikings. Oh, I'm gonna have to yeah. go back. I have, I have, I have a picture of all the years that I coached. I used to, I used yeah. to have a team picture. Uh, I'm gonna have to go back and look at it because I'm pretty confident that you were on the squad. See, and <laughs> I was on Pee Wee, and then my older brother was on Super Midgets. So yes. you even coached, you coached one of us. Yeah, no, and, and I'm pretty sure it was you because Dewey coached Supers, Dewey Paxson. He mm-hmm. coached a super midget team, yeah. and then I coached the Pee Wee team. See, so, okay. so your older brother probably played for him, and mm-hmm. you were on my squad. Oh, I man. I had a quarterback on my team and didn't even know it. Didn't even know. <laughs> didn't even know it. Didn't even know you got a stud QB on the team. <laughs> oh, University of, of, of Miami graduate from his father. Like, get the hell. Boy. So <laughs> when did you make the switch to quarterback? So when did you actually start playing quarterback full time? I told you you wouldn't believe me, man. I started ninth grade year. Taking it serious. Holy, really? Taking yeah. it serious in ninth. Wow. Yeah, Talk about taking it seriously and then I blowing wanted, up. Because, Kelly, yeah, you got you to understand, you gotta understand, Kelly, we, we see these seven, eight-year-olds trying to throw footballs and deep ball routes, and mom and pop are back. They're like, yay, look at our little kid throwing the football. And this is what we try to tell people. You never know what you're going to what you're gonna evolve right. to be. Yeah, let him, let him play like, all the positions. Always, yeah, I was always like one of the bigger kids. You know, I was playing like a tight end, like a, like a big body receiver, and I loved it. You know, I loved scoring touchdowns, but I really like really started realizing that I had a talent at quarterback. You know, I could read read defenses playing receiver. I'm like sitting in holes and stuff, and people were, like asking where I learned this. I'm like, I just mm-hmm. watched a lot of football, so I'm like, maybe I could really do something at the quarterback position. You know, my parents. 
parents were telling me I need to try it out, but I wanted to play receiver, and I got a TC. They needed a quarterback for JV. I played it. I shine, and then the rest is oh, history. I've loved it ever since. Oh, my yes, God. That's, so that's beautiful. Man. That makes That's good storytelling right there for ESPN 30 for 30, man. <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> that's, that's good stuff, man. There ain't no wrong with that. Hey, so so I know you you know I know you're gonna be going into your senior year. Uh up until now, I know you're gonna make probably a thousand more great memories, but up until right now, what is some what is a favorite high school memory that you have? And it doesn't necessarily be have to be football. It can be something that you just had a great time with or whatever. What's a favorite high school memory of yours? Uh uh definitely scoring my first touchdown. Uh oh, that's nice. It was it was really huge for me, you know. I played JV my freshman year, so sophomore year coming into Jesuit, you know, I didn't really know what to expect starting starting at quarterback at a school like Jesuit. You know, they're used to winning, yeah. so getting in there, scoring my first touchdown, getting used to like everybody, the family feeling, like it just felt great. Oh man, I remember my first one. So here here's a little uh, little. A little something for you, Kelly. I didn't play quarterback till my sophomore year, and I wasn't even I wasn't even that good at it. I'm gonna be honest with you. I wasn't even good at it. They just the other three guys got hurt. Was that bad? <laughs> they got hurt, bro. So I ended up having to play, and I remember throwing a freaking and no lie, it was a it was about I want to say about 45. I'm not gonna exaggerate. It's about about a 45 50 yard bomb to a guy uh, named Gary Yarbrough. Uh, back home him and I he still has the football to this day sitting on the mantle nice. of his house that he has it was his first touchdown and my first touchdown and this is how stupid we were, were we signed the ball when you threw it I, I read it perfect you're not gonna you're not gonna believe me George this is a true story man I looked over the corner came hard to come press I tapped my helmet that meant and in, in when we played oh, you gave him you I gave, gave him the him. signal we're, we're going for it up top screw this corner and coach was so mad at me man because as I tapped my helmet my helmet He's yelling, no, no. <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> and I still launched the damn football down the field. And Gary, it was beautiful. Gary went right by him. Gary was super fast, man. Grabbed the football. He ran it for the next 20 yards. So it's an 80-yard completion okay, for a touchdown. But it was, yeah. it was only in the air for about 45, 50. I won't go too crazy. So, But I remember my first touchdown, man. That's, that's, how, uh, that's why I can relate to that, man. He still has the football. We signed it. This is how stupid we were. We signed the football because we thought we <laughs> there's gonna be some money That's someday. <laughs> so he still has yeah. the football, man. It's crazy. My first one was actually a lot more, a lot more easier. You know, I just threw it up to Larry Hodges, let him go get it. So, well, yeah, that's <laughs> what we have, Larry. Yeah, that's not a bad. That's every player playing. Yeah, yeah, where's Larry? Yeah. Oh, there he is. Let me, let me just throw to Larry. Oh, good. And then, yeah, it's it's super simple when you got Larry. <laughs> oh yeah, we just we just going up to Larry. You know, we in the red zone. That's all you got to do. Nobody nobody gonna cover that man one on one in the red zone, especially in high school. Oh, I, no agree. I agree. No with way. You. I agree. That's a college kid playing high school football. It it really oh, yeah. is. It really is. I was is. a college kid playing high school football. Now, for this for this upcoming year, I know you guys at Gator have lofty expectations. I know I, I know that the chip is is the goal to get all to it. What are some of your personal goals that you have individually? And then, you know, some of the team goals you, you want to achieve this year. I know, shout out to BCP Preps. Uh, they recently tweeted out that uh, they projected 2,700 yards for, yeah. for my dude, Mr. Kelly. So w what do you think about the senior year? What are your goals? My goals, I want to be so... Me and Coach Carson, head coach at Gaither, we we're striving to be ten percent better than what Tony Bartolo was last year. So nice. if we push for ten percent, that'll put me at fifty-five passing touchdowns. Hopefully, Mr. Football, uh, a state championship green. Yeah. Uh, 
that's that's probably my three goals right now. Fifty five touchdowns, Mr. Football and the state championship. Man, that's what's up, man. That's the, and again, man. being with Gaither, good program, good coaches, and knowing you and your background, you're gonna I have no doubt you're gonna achieve it. And we're gonna be trying to catch up to you over at Jefferson. We're gonna be trying to help catch up, man. So that's awesome, man. Hey, uh, real quick, we have a section here in the in the show that we like to do. We like to call it we like to call it this and that. On this and that, man, we basically do these series of questions that you don't know. We have no idea what they're what you're going to be asked, but we like to give these questions to the athletes. That way, the coaches kind of get to know you a little bit better, and, and so do we. All right. So here's okay. here's some of your questions, man. Don't panic. It's nothing horrible. <laughs> you're not gonna. Right. Don't freak out. George is going to ask you the questions. I'm going to chime in here a little bit, but here we go, George. Hit him with that first one, man. All right, first one here: Instagram or Snapchat? Oh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> Instagram, you know, I, I like to promote myself on Instagram, you know. Okay. People come after the there game, take pictures. I post a picture after the game or something. Okay, so that's, that's awesome. Some of the other guys don't like how difficult Snapchat is. Okay. <laughs> I, I use both, though. Snapchat are, are, you, are, do you prefer Xbox or PS5? Mm, PlayStation, all the way. Yes. Xbox. Yes. Xbox. Good. You're, you're being Good. raised right, correctly, and, and that's probably because your father was at the University of Miami. That's probably yeah, maybe, 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 maybe that's what it is. <laughs> maybe it's the Miami. Are you trying to get the PS5? Oh yeah, that most definitely. Well, well, that's why me and George started this radio show. We wanted to. We needed a second job to go get the PS5. It's seven hundred dollars. Y'all have to break break me some money off so I can go get me one too. Hey, yeah, yeah, whatever we got to do, and then we'll shoot us your tag name. We'll play with you. Us. Yeah, we'll play you too, man. All right, now that now it's gonna get a little tougher. Now, All first right. one: Nike or Under Armour cleats? Mm. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm gonna have to say I'm gonna go with Under Armour. Uh, yeah, they get yeah, they get they give out too much too much free stuff from me. <laughs> I got these for free. Oh man, damn! There you go. Those are nice. Yeah, they they drip. Oh, those are clean. Shout out to yeah, Under Armour. Under Armour blessed a lot. I got a lot of Under Armour cleats, shoes, all the yeah. free. We gotta make sure to tag Under Armour right now when we when we post <laughs> whenever yeah, we right. post this. I'm gonna tag Under Armour <laughs> like thank promo. you. I'll wear your Under Armour shirt. <laughs> it says Kelly right across it. <laughs> yeah. All right, now, but before the show, we were talking about songs and intros, and we told you it was going to be tough later, and it was going to put you in a tough spot. So I'm going to yeah. ask you to pick yeah. which one is your favorite, Rod Wave, NBA Youngboy, or Lil Baby? Dang, why y'all telling me like that? <laughs> I told Dang. you we going to come back to haunt you, man. I told you. <laughs> I should have stayed quiet. Uh, I got to go with Rod Wave. You plead the fifth now. Rod Wave. I'm gonna give you the nah, plead the fifth I'm, option. Okay, Rod nah, Wave. He, right. he went Rod Wave. Right. He's from St. Pete. He's from St. Pete, close to home. Gotta yeah. take Got gotcha, you. No wrong with that, man. No wrong with that. All right, and these last two here, since you're a quarterback, we customize these for you being the first quarterback on the show. Yep. Who's your yeah. favorite, Peyton Manning or Tom Brady? I'm, I still, I still don't like Peyton Manning for beating my boy Cam in the Super Bowl. If I'm going with Tom. <laughs> I'm still, I still got beef for so, Peyton. <laughs> it's funny. So let me ask you this now. Let me ask you this now. So we just saw Cam Newton got signed by mm -hmm. the Patriots. What do you think about that? He's your boy. What do you think about that? Man, I, I definitely wish he could have signed for more. 
but we got to be grateful, you know. He got a job. It's better than nothing. People like Kaepernick don't have a job, so. But I think it'd be a good fit. You know, Belichick can develop him into what everybody wants him to be, so. Yeah, he's with the Mad Genius. Depends, yeah. depends on how long they give him. Well, Hopefully they take their time with him, though. Here's your last question for this and that. The last question actually ties into that. So who, who do you think, man? And I'm going to put you on the spot here. All right? This is the toughest one mm-hmm. you're going to get. We got Michael Vick, Lamar Jackson, or Cam Newton. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, man, I, you're a quarterback. I got to make you think, bro. I got to make you think. Uh, let's go with Mike Vick. You know, he set the tone. Everybody does. You are on your way to greatness. Let me tell you something. PlayStation, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Represent Michael Vick. You, I love it. That Hurricane was a loaded fans. question. That was a loaded question. They're all great <laughs> athletes. They're all awesome quarterbacks. Um, trust me, every every single one of them, you could take something from them and, and become your own. You know what I'm saying, Kelly? You can become your yeah. own. But I love it, man. That's that's awesome, man. That was our little this and that section for the show, man. Man, I'm not gonna hold you up too much. I, I know you. I know you've been. <laughs> I know you've been busy. I know you've been working out. I can see that you're you're a little tired. You probably uh, get an <laughs> afternoon nap nap on right now. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I want to tell you, man, thank you so much for being the first quarterback to come onto the show. Thank you so much for taking the time. And listen, man, when you do commit and you you are committing July fourth and you're done, and and you commit, man, come back onto the show and, and let's talk about where you're going. Don't tell us anything. We don't need to know. But I I, I want you to come back on and and listen. We need to talk more. Like let's just yeah. talk all about sports because I can tell. Like I can tell you you. You're into every single every single thing that's going on, man. So I would love for you to come oh, yeah. back on, man. Yeah, I'm I'm ready whenever. Just uh, let me know when. You know, we can set up some. Yeah, I'll be on here. Absolutely. That's we might have to do a whole Gaither show. What do you think? I or, think so. Just yeah, have, man. Just bring those boys bring on. Jordan in. Yeah. Bring both 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 Jordans in. Yeah. And Mr. Oh, yeah. Kelly. Bring bring them all in. We'll bring do a Ricky get too. The round table. Bring Rick. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Bring all of them in there. You know what? We're gonna do that, Kelly. We're gonna set something up. We're gonna have a Gaither day and just have you boys on there, just just talking and and, and getting some of that atmosphere. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, y'all gonna y'all gonna have the podcast jumping. <laughs> we gonna. <laughs> hey, that's a funny. We get us get us all together and just comedy. Tell me. That's perfect. I love it. We're going to set it up. And that's what we're going to do, like man. That. So thank you for coming on the show, all right? Thanks for having me. I'm happy to set the tone. You know, whoever yeah. the next quarterback come on, just uh, be ready. They're going to ask you some tough questions. You're going to have to get it out. Don't tell them no clues about your music. No, you got to. <laughs> They're going to come after you. I appreciate it, Kelly, man. Thank you so much, man. You're welcome, man. Thank you. What a great show, man. I really appreciate Kyle Kelly coming through, talking to us about sports, his father playing University of Miami. I had no clue, George, that that was going on, uh, so I'll do better research. I'm really excited for the young man. Really excited about July 4th, YSR, USA.com, coming through, launching their website. I hope you have a great time with your family. I know I'm going to have a great time. It's going to be awesome, man. I agree with you. I was excited to see Kyle on the show. Everybody have a happy and safe 4th of July weekend. You can find us on social media by simply searching On The Clock Radio. You can find us online by going to www.fantreensports.com. If you're looking for a youth organization, head over to YSRUSA.com. Their site premieres this Saturday, July 4th. You're going to want to see it. Shoot us an email at ontheclock20 at gmail.com. Until next time, you're on the clock.